Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 87 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing all about why your calves are so tight, why more stretching isn't the fix, and why walking on flat ground might actually have something to do with it. So every Friday at 5 p.m. on Instagram, I go live for Fix It Fridays, and I always ask the question, what do you want to see next? And recently, there's been a lot of requests for foot and ankle, calf stuff, Achilles pain has come up a bunch, and I know that with working from home, you might be experiencing a change in foot pain or calf tension or something like that just because your routine has changed. And I know we've been sold this story of just stretch your calves more. But how's that really working out, right? For any of you who do stretch your calves all the time and yet still have tight calves, there's obviously something else going on. And a tight sensation or a tight feeling in your calves and calves that are so locked up that your ankles are really stiff and don't have full range of motion aren't the same thing. So I have tons of ankle flexibility, but you better believe that after my seven mile hike this weekend, my calves are sore. So calf tension, sensation of calf tension and a change in range of motion aren't the same thing. But with the things I'm going to share with you today, you're going to better understand how to find calf balance, maybe calf harmony, but also understanding what is going on and get yourself to a place where your calves don't feel rock hard. You have a good range of motion for your feet and your ankles. And most importantly, no pain. Whether it's plantar fasciitis, ankle issues, foot pain, heel pain, Achilles pain, and more. But before we dive into today's episode, will you help me get to 100 reviews on Apple iTunes before the end of the year? Because we're more than halfway there. And when you leave a review for The Body Nerd Show, you get entered to win a super awesome self-care prize pack with a face mask or I guess a sleeping mask so that you can get amazing deep and restful sleep, a gratitude journal to help you get your mind right and help you use positive psychology to have literally better days, and some other really exciting stuff. So here's how you can help. Head on over to aewellness.com slash review, or just go to the podcast app on your phone, wherever you're listening to this episode. Leave a short note about your favorite episode, why you love the show, or maybe just something you've learned from listening. And then email a screenshot of your review to me at podcast at aewellness.com to be entered to win. And if you're like, I don't want to email, yes, you can DM me on Instagram too. That's totally fine. At Hala Formala. One lucky winner is going to be chosen at random at the end of the year or when we hit 100 reviews, whichever comes first. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you who have already left reviews. And for those of you who are like, oh yes, I would like to leave a review uh, and also get some free stuff in return. So thank you, thank you. And let's get on with the show. 
Now, when it comes to your calves, they don't live on an island. They're not isolated. So the calf muscle is called the gastrocnemius, and it connects on either side, just at the back of your knee, just above the knee to your leg. It's like two separate heads that blend together to become the calcaneal tendon, aka your Achilles tendon. And now that tendon comes down and it anchors to the back of your heel, which is called the calcaneus, and which is why that tendon is called the calcaneal tendon. But it doesn't stop there. That same fascia, that same connective tissue that is anchoring your gastrocnemius to your heel becomes the plantar fascia on the bottom of your foot. That's the thing about fascia. It's not only tendons and wrapping in and around muscles, but it helps make the skin on the bones and then becomes the next sturdy fascia further down or further up the chain in your body. That plantar fascia gives your foot stability and is integral to walking. So if you are walking on your feet, the plantar fascia is involved, your calves are involved. It's really hard for them to take a break without being entirely immobilized. Now, those upper attachments of your gastrocnemius, they share connections and fascial relationships with the hamstrings on either side of the knee. So when we talk posterior chain or like the backside of the leg, everything is connected. Um, And especially right here at the back of the lower leg, right? Your gastrocnemius is connected to hamstrings above and then to the heel and the plantar fascia on the bottom. But it's not alone. There is another muscle here in the lower leg called your soleus, and it's right underneath your gastrocnemius. And the interesting thing about the soleus is that it shares that calcaneal tendon attachment. So your Achilles tendon is really the common tendon for the gastrocnemius and the soleus as they blend together. Now, the role of your calf muscles are to assist with plantar flexion, aka pointing your toes. But because of that upper attachment at the lower part of your thigh, so it crosses behind the knee, because of that connection, it also assists with knee flexion. Now, here's a super fun fact. Your gastroc has more fast twitch fibers. So this is for fast explosive movements. So think running and jumping and hopping around, dancing to your favorite song. And then your soleus has more slow twitch fibers. So your soleus keeps you standing upright. Because if your muscles went completely to sleep when you were standing, you would pass out. You would collapse. So the soleus is more of the endurance muscle keeping you in your positions. And that gastroc ideally would like to fire and then be able to relax to some degree. So now that we understand what and where it is when it comes to the calf muscle, the real question is, why is it so tight? Now, a huge factor to tension anywhere in your body is based on the positions that you're in most of the time. So posture, which we've talked about a bajillion times. Your shoes also have something to say with this, um, as does your workstation and how you are spending most of the time in the position you're in. And as I said workstation, I felt that my shoulders were all the way up to my ears, and so I relaxed them. But all that is to say it all matters, right? Your body is the sum total of all of the things that you do throughout the day and all of the positions you find yourself in. And more often than not, it's a lot of repetition, right? Same old, same old, same old, sitting in the same desk chair, the same position on the couch, or the same, the same, the same, the same. 
Now, for both the gastroc and the soleus, shoes and sitting are a huge reason why they're so tight, which is disappointing. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go run around barefoot and get out and throw, like burn your chair. I'm not saying that at all. So hear me out. Have you ever heard the term zero drop? Now, sometimes with uh, running shoes or even just tennis shoes in general, uh, they will say, oh, you know, zero drop. And then they're like 30% more expensive, even though there's less shoe. But what this means is the difference in height between your heel and your toes. So a shoe that has zero drop means that the heel and the toes or really the ball of your foot are on the same plane. Now, most shoes in general, and this is for men and women, have a little bit of elevation, meaning that the heel is higher than the ball of the foot. You don't have to take my word for it. Go ahead and Google, you know, the running shoe or, you know, tennis shoe that you have on your foot right now. Go look at the specifications on the manufacturer's website, and you're going to see the drop. And it might say like three millimeter drop or two millimeter drop or four millimeter drop. So that means that there's a four millimeter difference between the height of the heel and the height of the ball of your foot. Now, what does this matter? Well, it puts your whole body, but really truly your calf into a slightly shortened position all day, every day right? If you're wearing the same shoes all day, every day, and even if you're not wearing the same shoes, chances are a lot of your shoes, if not all of your shoes, unless you have consciously made an effort to buy shoes that are zero drop, have a little bit of that rise. So even if you're changing out your shoes, if every shoe you put your foot into puts you into that slight elevated heel position, then your plantar fascia, your calves, and honestly, the entire rest of your body from lower back and neck and shoulders, all of that is also affected. Now, I'm not just talking about high heels um, because, like I said, tennis shoes have this rise as well. Obviously, high heels really, really, really exaggerate this um, and put a ton of pressure onto the ball of the foot, and then they put you into that shortened position. And there's something to be said that, oh, well, high heels make the calves look great. Yeah, it's because your calves are sort of like contracted and spasming because they're in that shortened position. Now, I'm not saying don't burn your desk chair, don't burn your shoes, don't burn your high heels. Like, I wear high heels too. I have some very cute ones that I love to wear for a few hours at a time. And then I come home and do some of the mobility work that I'm going to share with you today. So your body, it loves efficiency. Use it or lose it a thousand percent applies. So saving length in a muscle that you never use, that extra length that you're never using because your shoes don't allow for it, that's not efficient. So your body and your brain are like, okay, so let's be super efficient. You know what? We need to cut something. Let's just shorten up this muscle and tighten up this fascia because we never go into that range of motion. So why do we need to keep it? So even if you stretch and stretch and stretch, you'll feel perhaps that relief. You'll feel a massive amount of stretch while you're in the moment. But if you're still putting your feet into shoes that put it into a shortened position, you're going to end up exactly where you started. So the fix is to truly take it slow. So I'm not advocating burning shoes here. 
Okay. Don't get me wrong, but you don't want to jump from like a four millimeter shoe to like zero drop and then, you know, go hit the trails and do a seven mile hike. That is not advised at all. That is a really great recipe for plantar fasciitis and some pain. (laughs) So gradually do this, right? Start to pay attention in what type of footwear you're purchasing and be mindful of how long you are wearing the shoes. You know, maybe you have some shoes that are a little bit of an elevated heel, but when you go on a walk in your neighborhood, you try to opt for that lower drop. So there's ways to be mindful about this, but I do want to encourage you to take it slow. Now, sitting also has something to do with this because remember that upper attachment of your calf, the gastrocnemia specifically, it crosses the back of the knee. So when we sit and our knees are locked at about 90 degrees, right, for most of us when we sit in a chair, that also can contribute to tension in the calves and that tightness. So variety, right? What do I say? Week after week after week, variety is a spice of life. So change up your seated position. Maybe consider working from a standing workstation if you can. I know we're at the point now that even if you are working from home, it's probably looking like you're going to be working from home a little bit longer. So talk to your office. See if you can get the other you know tools that you had to convert your workstation to standing workstation. Can you bring them from the office and bring them home, right? All things to consider that are going to help you feel better from day to day. So yes, change up your shoes, change up your workstation, but let's talk about surfaces. So most of the surfaces we stand and walk on are flat. Even the steepest of streets here in Los Angeles are graded. There's a standard elevation that they can allow them for. Uh, Freeways have this as well, the amount of grade they can have. So this fix is even easier. And depending on where you live, you might already be doing this. And the fix is just to walk on lots of different surfaces. So here in Los Angeles, we have sidewalks everywhere. I can't even think, oh, there's like one block in my neighborhood that doesn't have sidewalks for some reason. It's really weird. And sometimes I walk on it, but most of the time I'm walking on a sidewalk. Now, if you live in an area where you don't have sidewalks, that is awesome because it gives you the opportunity to walk on lots of different surfaces, soft surfaces, harder surfaces, slightly elevated surfaces. Maybe you have to walk over obstacles like rocks or wood or something like that. So keep doing that. Variety in the type of surfaces that you're walking on will also help with ankle range of motion and calf flexibility. So if you have hills where you live, walk up hills. That seven mile hike that I did this weekend, my calves were on fire while I was doing it. But having that as part of my movement experience, right, for my feet and my ankles and my calves means that I will continue to have that range of motion because I'm using it. Use it or lose it. And this is encouragement to take the path less traveled. You know, if everyone else is walking on the sidewalk, start to climb on things. And yes, you're going to look weird, but I think less calf tension and no pain to me is worth it to get a little bit of side eye. Food for thought. Yeah. (laughs) Now there is not a magic stretch that is going to fix everything right? And we've already talked about how more and more stretching isn't always the fix if you're not changing the environment that your feet and your calves and your ankles are typically in. 
So start to work towards zero drop or more flat shoes and try walking on something other than asphalt. And this is really gonna help to change your calf tension and most importantly, your range of motion. Now, remember, like I said, your calves are probably gonna feel tight from time to time, but we wanna be sure that we still have full range of motion in the ankles. And the best way to do that is to use your full range of motion by walking on all types of surfaces and crawling over all types of things. Now, if you have pain now, use your mobility tools to help increase blood flow to the area. So that's going to help to bring fresh blood flow, nutrients help to clear out any stagnation or inflammation that might be there, and just to literally keep things moving. But make sure that you're also looking above, specifically into your hips, to see if there's something else going on, some sort of imbalance in your hips that's contributing to what's going on in your calves. Because in your body, oftentimes we see that one area is overworking, especially if another isn't pulling its weight. So your calves may be super duper tight because your hips or your hamstrings aren't doing their job. Um, And specifically in the hips, often that glute med, that's in your kind of upper outer corner. If you had blue jeans on right now, if you just were to poke right there, it shouldn't get really grouchy when you do that. It's typically involved. So if your glute med is really grouchy, your gluteus medius, get a therapy ball, use a massage gun, get something up in there to help release it. It's just part of your overall calf tension busting plan, right? Go beyond just your calves because there's other stuff probably going on. Now, if you're wondering about ice, what about ice? Well, typically ice makes things more stiff and movement is better. You know, I'm a huge fan of movement. That's literally what I talk about every week on this show. So go check out episode 20 of the Body Nerd Show. That's all about swelling. So that'll give you some tips for inflammation. And then also episode 43, why you don't need to stretch. So episode 20 and episode 43 are gonna give you some more info. So give these a try and let me know how it goes. You can send questions. You can send me pictures of you walking over. I just keep seeing like moss covered rocks because it's like a bajillion degrees here in Los Angeles. So send me a DM or tag me on Instagram. I'm at Hala You can drop me an email or you can call the Body Nerd hotline and leave a voicemail at 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, videos to follow, and everything else lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for taking the time to listen today. I truly couldn't do this without you. And I so appreciate you tuning in and getting nerdy with me. And hopefully you got some fun movement in or you got something planned for later today. Now, if you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a thing or just share with someone who needs to hear it. If you have a fellow workout buddy or friend who you know is always stretching their calves or like married to their foam roller, share this episode with them so that they can have the calf tension busting joy too. (laughs) It's a tongue twister. I do what I can. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, happy calves, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. 
Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.